Hey, welcome back! Where, where have you guys been? Seriously. It's been a long time. It We're has? back. Oh, we are back. It feels, it feels like, so good. Gosh, what has it been? Like a month or so? Holy yeah, cow, it, guys. It's been like since the end of May. I know. I know. I know. Hopefully you guys have had plenty of time to get caught up on all of our shows and yeah. see a ton of movies and a lot of good uh, TV shows. Uh, it's going to be a jam-packed show we have today for you guys. We have yeah. a lot of news. Uh, Allie is going to get me caught up on everything that I missed while I was gallivanting in the, outside the so, country. welcome to Here's Our Take, episode 63. I'm Allie. I'm uh, Mitchum. There's little Mitchum. And did you, Mitchum, Top Gun, that's our movie, Maverick. One of the best of the summer so I far. I am so proud of my boy, Tom. I'm just so proud. It has surpassed a billion. That is crazy because they haven't even shown it in China or Russia yet. Oh, so It's, it's creeping it's, its way. It's number what? 42, 42. all time. Yep. So it's mm-hmm. creeping It's still got a ways to go, but it's even more fascinating that this is his first... This is his highest grossing movie ever, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, oh, Tom. 100. And this yeah. is his first movie to ever reach a billion dollars. Right. Like, I am just floored. Yeah. And, I mean, it deserves it. It's well-deserved. Yes. Like, there is not a negative thing I could say about that movie. No. So, and if you haven't seen it already, you're living you underneath the rock. For? You need to go see it. Yeah, and what a perfect weekend. You yeah, know, 4th of July. Weekend, It'll be awesome. Go see it. Yeah. 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 Very proud of my boy, Tom. Ugh. Love is long locks, too. Okay, so as you know, we have been gone for over a month. And so, of course, Mitchum was on his honeymoon, and he comes back. And when we get the honeymoon talk over, he's like, okay, you know, catch me up. What, what's going on? So I decided to, do, to share with you guys my mini missed, my Mitchum's mini missed five. Okay, so here's what here it is. Just boom, boom, boom. Okay, Julia Garner, o- Ozark. Yes, married yes. to the lead singer of Foster the People. Oh, she's being sought out to play Madonna. Boom. Wow. Zachary Snyder's Rebel Moon. Did you know Anthony Hopkins was in this? No, I did not. I did not and either. I'm There's a photo of him. It's amazing. And I'm going to put it on our post today. Heck yeah. Okay. E.T. coming back to IMAX or coming to IMAX 40 years later. They're celebrating it by putting it in IMAX. I think it's amazing. August 12th, I will be there. And then Jaws, I'll never forget when I was like seventh or eighth grade reading the book Jaws in like one afternoon. Wow. And then going to see the movie September 2nd, they're bringing it back to theaters for its anniversary and it'll have a three. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, I don't know. Crazy. Okay. Number four, Mitchum. This is, this happened when you were gone. Spider-Man, no way home. Called the more fun stuff version. And it's an extended release cut on September 2nd in theaters. Ooh. So they're just going to add, like, yeah. the stuff they cut that, out. That's actually in the top five as well. So I'm pretty sure of movie, highest grossing movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, this so. is just, they're yeah. all just thinking of ways to yeah. bump oh, yeah. up. Because oh, yeah. Avatar, he's going to release yeah. it before the third one comes yeah. out. And then, last thing that happened, um, no, 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 I get, ooh, I have six things. Glass Onion, Knives Out, um, that's the name of it, called Glass Onion with my I boy Daniel I did see Daniel that, Craig. I did see that, yeah. And it's coming out on Netflix this holiday. 
excited. Last thing I have to always mention when I have a chance to mention Ted Lasso, I'm in. They are writing it. It will be their final season, says Brett Goldstein, who is a creator-writer with Jason Sudeikis. And by the way, he plays one of my favorite characters, which would be an awesome spinoff, Roy Kent. And it was funny because in an interview when he was asked about season three, if it really was going to be ending, he said, it was planned for three. And spoiler alert, everybody dies. Yeah, that's my boy. And just FYI, at the one episode that we did a game, a game, which we haven't done that. I don't know why we just kind of forgot about it. But there is now, my friends, available at my favorite store, Target, there is a Ted Lasso party game. Yes, I've got it already, and I'm going to be playing it on my upcoming vacation um, in Colorado in a couple of weeks. And we are going to come back and do a little review on Ted Lasso Party Game. Perfect. Yeah, I'm excited. Sounds good. Okay, Okay. well, now I feel caught up. Yeah. So let's get into the actual five. The recent. The recent. The the recent news. Yes. Okay, so uh, all you fans of Ghostbusters out there, Ghostbusters Afterlife, the sequel, Ghost Afterlife 2, is set to hit theaters in December of 2023. And it follows up the orig- the first Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife. So that'll With be awesome. Jason Rod- yeah. Yeah. Is, if Paul Rudd is there, I'm there. Oh, hands down. Yeah. And you know, this 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 was one we, we did a collaboration with our buddies, yes. Stephen and Gabe, yes. on the Cult Popcast. Yeah. So you can go back and listen to that yep. episode. And we both loved that movie. All it was, four of us. All four of us really it. enjoyed Matter it. Matter of fact, yeah. I think it even ended up being on like one of their top ten lists. I think so. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited. This will be great. Very yeah. good. I'm glad they're bringing back Jason Reitman yes, too. Yes, agree. Um, other, more Game of Thrones news. So we've talked about the, uh, the Targanon show coming. Well, Jon Snow is coming back to the world of Restoros in a spinoff sequel series. Uh, in development by HBO, and Kit Harrington is going to reprise his role. Interesting. Uh, there was an interview with Amelia Clark that confirmed all this, and she said that Kit actually created the show mm. and is kind of producing it. And so HBO picked it up, and so it's you know he was one of the fan favorite characters. So I'm really glad that he can come back and so reprise not, that role. Not being a Game of Thrones person, I kind of stopped when the incest happened which was episode one uh, 10 minutes into episode one so that didn't <laughs> but, last long but so, you watch the boys so yeah hmm. i know figure that out yeah. maybe i can backtrack hmm. i don't know anyway yeah but does game of thrones have carl urban no uh, touche okay touché. that's later touche so is there a story for Jon snow i have no idea i did not well, read the books it, i watched the books and everyone was the, disappointed with it or I, I watched the movies or tv show and everyone was disappointed in his ending. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. Okay. I mean, I of all the characters, I hated Jon Snow the least. Okay. Um, because I hated everyone on that show. Yeah. But, so I don't know. We'll see. Right. I, I would right. be my, I like Kit Harington a lot. So the fact that he's going to be in it has me intrigued. Okay. Um, but I do like seeing him in other roles. I would like to see him pursue his Marvel career. But yeah. we'll see. Anyway, so I don't know. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm cautiously apprehensive. All right. What's so, number three? Uh, Tyron Edgerton, Edgerton, who was in Kingsman, the first two Kingsmen as Eggsy, and he played Elton John. Yes, yes, yes. And Rocket Love Man. him. Love well, him. he is in talks with Kagan Fe- Feige, who is the 
producer, oh, executive producer of Marvel. Marvel he's a Marvel guy. Uh, possibly playing Wolverine. Uh, in an interview, Tyron said that he was excited but apprehensive due to the massive shoes he has to fill from Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I, when I first saw this and Ali was showing his script, I was skeptical at best. I don't know if anyone could fill that role. Nobody can fill that role. But this is the first time I'm saying it because, like, I I know, I know. And I mean, because I didn't do it with when they replaced Harrison Ford as Han Solo, I was okay with it. Yeah. This is the first one I'm not okay with, I think. Just because Hugh Jackman was so perfect. Well, and amazing, and uh, played that role for 20-plus years. I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm going to try to keep it open mind, but right now I'm kind of out. Okay. So, All right, my turn. I get anything Dune on this show. Recently, um, Leah Sadu, and that, if you all don't know, she is James Bond's gal, the blonde that he ended up with and had the daughter with. Yep. Enjoy her, love her very much. Mm-hmm. She's a French actress. She is joining Dune 2. And she is Lady Margot Frenrig. And, of course, you know me and Dune. I just, I was like, well, who is that? I have to know. I'm obsessed. So I did some research. I'd like to share it with you. So Lady Margot is a member of the Benny Gesserit, who is an ally to Paul and his efforts to avenge House Atreides. But what's really cool about her is, of course, being a Benny Gesserit. She has powers and abilities, but mostly her powers, like she can take complete control of her own biology and she and seduction. So, it goes on to say, this is in the book, okay? This is all in the book, so it's not like I'm spoiling. And if you all have read the book, you know but so she ends up manipulating the Frey Raha, which is Austin Butler's character, who we just saw in Elvis. And we'll talk about him later. Or who was played by Sting in the other Dune. In the movie. original, yeah. So this I'm excited and she's perfect. So I this this is Allie approved. <laughs> okay. And anything Dune related is Allie approved. Well, yeah, that's true. Okay, so begins filming Monday in Italy. Yes, wow. dang it, Jim. You I just know. I was just it. there. Darn it. If I would, if I would I have just, just stayed another year, yeah, <laughs> another it. six months. I'm going to go to Italy. <laughs> oh, okay, and then the film did get pushed back to Thanksgiving 2023. I don't care. You know what? Take as long as time. Take yeah, all the time Denis, you need. Denis Villeneuve, you just take your time, brother. Man, I, I saw I saw a, like a, a picture the other day, and it was talking about how. Not every director can have a masterpiece, and it was a photo of Dennis's first film, like Sicario, and then his next film, Arrival, and it was masterpiece, oh. masterpiece, masterpiece. Yes. And I was like, yes, 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 yes and yes. yes. And I was like, yeah, some, and I was like, man, some directors really only have one. And he's got like six, the yeah. last six that he's well, in. So take your time, I mean, buddy. Take yeah, your time. He's, my, he's our guy, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. even more than Nolan, don't you think? I mean, he, he's much In recent years, I would say yes, but Nolan scratches a different itch, I'd say. Okay. I mean, they're both sci-fi guys, which I love. and you, I mean, you guys yeah, know. Yeah, but no. But Dennis is very... I, yeah, they're, too, they're almost too hard to compare. Yeah. I mean, I love the way Nolan makes you think 
in a movie, mm-hmm. but just the visuals and the music and the actors that and the acting that Dennis can get out of his actors Ugh. is unmatched and unparalleled. Yeah. So I don't know that that'd be that's a whole other podcast. And just FYI, y'all, I'm watching Dune this weekend. Okay, <laughs> number five, Millie Bobby Brown, whom we just saw wrap up our Stranger Things, which we're getting to next. But sh- they announced that she is going to star with Chris Pratt in a film called The Electric State. This looks good. It's a sci-fi, which means we're on board. And it get this. This is the explanation for it. Set in a retro-futuristic past, an orphan teen travels across the American West with a robot and an eccentric drifter, who might that be, Chris Pratt maybe, in search for her younger brother. The only bad part about it is it is Netflix acquired, but God. But on the flip side of that, it's a Russo brother film, so that kind of that would be pretty it good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's based off an illustrated novel by Simon Stalinag. So <laughs> I'm yeah, this this could be good. And okay. isn't the Gray Man? Isn't that a Russo film too? I think so. I think Either is, they produced yeah. it or yeah. they they're involved somehow with it. So, okay. I mean, you can always tell because they use all their Avenger. Actors. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So this this yeah, this could be good. I'll be we will be watching this. Yes, one I agree. And just keeping you all posted yes. on it. All right, so. Allie, well thanks for getting me caught up and yep. uh, we're back. Um now some, while I was gone, we moving on to weekly watches. There's lots of TV shows out there right now and a couple massive ones. Obviously Stranger Things dropped last night and you know Obi-Wan Kenobi wa- wrapped up. Allie's been watching The Boys and everything. So we'll kind of touch on all these um, so start we, with Obi Wan Kenobi. Let's do some wrap up. Yeah, we're doing some wrap up. So Obi Wan Kenobi ended a couple weeks ago. What did you think? I loved it. I I really thought it was really good. Um, the ending was fantastic. I really liked the development of Obi from the first to the last episode and his relationship with Anakin and how that switched from Anakin to Obi Wan to Obi and Darth. How that kind of changed and really cut off ties. Um, re- truly showing the death of Anakin and the birth of darth vader um i the the lightsaber battle was amazing um little leia was cute didn't mind her reva her um development was nice i liked her story arc um up until the last episode but i I liked the turn it took and i'm glad the grand inquisitor is still alive to keep the storyline that was i like that because that keeps rebels uh an animated show in canon so it's not a big plot hole yeah basically um but overall yeah i liked it a lot um i love another one or i don't know i really don't think so i really hope they don't i mean there's another 10 years they could play with but they got rebels and they got rogue one and they have uh solo that all take place in between Andor. and or hopefully that's in august Mm -hmm. i'm excited for that because that'll take before that'll be before rogue one yeah um so i don't know i i really hope not because i think they left it in a good place okay and you can just assume like he meets up with qui-gon at the end and then he learns how to become a force ghost and that was cool that they yeah and the tie-ins to new hope were amazing i loved all the tie-ins and how they used and yeah it was great i i really think and i watched it twice and I really think the second time watching it, I was like, wow. And then I read a few things, and I was like, wow, this is actually really, really good. Because I think in the beginning, I was a little apprehensive. Man, apprehensive. Yeah. But, yes, very good. Um, well, I liked it, too. Yeah. But 
my my reason was for Ian McGregor. He was phenomenal, I and loved I loved watching him. And pro- so, yeah. probably one of my favorite scenes is him and Hayden Christensen fighting as younger yes. versions of yes. themselves again. And then something was, else was going on. Yes, currently. Yeah, it was that good. was really right. good. And so yeah, that's so go if you ever watched it, you it you go haven't. watch it. All right, okay. just real quick, oh. if you don't mind, I want to wrap up. I'm watching um, Hacks and H-A-C-K-S. I think it's on HBO. I'm sorry I didn't write it down. They just wrapped up season two. And you guys, I really love this little show. And it's with Jean Smart. I've followed her everywhere. She used to be in like the 70s or 80s in a show called Designing Women. She was... Um, in Sweet Home, Alabama, she I just, she has been there and done that. And she plays an old washed-up comedian in Vegas. And she gets high, her manager hires her a young, you know, girl that helps her write her new jokes. And it's about their relationship together. And they let you, you know, there will be a season three. So I, I really love this show. I can say love. I really do. Um, so now... Let's talk about what we just... I finished it at noon today. Yes, so... Mitchum was up till 2 a.m. with yeah. his wife. So, Stranger Things Part 2 dropped last oh night. Oh, my God. It was four hours between two episodes, uh, hour and a half, and then a movie, basically. Yes. Two hours and 20 minutes. Yes. Um, and then the first seven episodes were released in June, I mm-hmm. believe, which we didn't really talk about. Well, we, so, co- we did. A we little touched bit. on it. So, this, yeah. is, this is season four. Um, and it's oh been a while since between three and four. Like, yeah. I'd kind of forgotten. But they do a good job, and you remember a lot more oh, than yeah. you think. They catch you and, up. Yeah, they catch you up. Well, and let's just talk about what we just watched. I mean, it was, let's just, I will say, it at was first, amazing. Yes, the four, and the four hours was that, great. Um, I mean, I don't know why they split it in two episodes. They should have just made it four hours, honestly. Because yeah. you watch it, boom, boom. I would have gone to the theater to watch it. Yeah. I mean, all, you know, that scene where she blew up that helicopter? Yeah. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. It was really um, it was really well done. The story was very good. It, could that story and, um, have wrapped up any better? I mean, did well, they make it full circle? I know there's more to come. Yes, I know that. Yes, But just think yeah. about... The first four seasons, and it really explains, like, what's going on in Hawkins, why it's going on, yeah. how it's going on. I love TV shows, like we talked about earlier, that yes. tie into the first season. And Stranger uh, Things does that. Like, they take elements from every season and, like, this is why this happened, this is why that, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But, yeah, they did leave us on a mild cliffhanger for season five. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not over. Well, and you and know. They, kinda, and they, it, they lost. Uh, really. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you didn't think they did until the very end. But yeah. it was cool to see them all back together. Yes. Can we talk about Harbor or um, who's Dan the, Harbor. The, yeah, her David dad, Harbor. dad. Yeah. I mean, looked yeah. amazing. I love him and Joyce yep, together. I do Mike too. and mm-hmm. Eleven look good together. Yep. And then. Nancy and her little guy, yeah, or, yeah. you know, it, poor it, Steve. But poor Steve. Steve's gonna find someone. I know he, he didn't will. die. He didn't die. You know, no. All those billboards saying protect. Yeah, Steve, yeah. You poor, know. poor Eddie. And, no one and liked Eddie. Mitchum has some things hat that he thinks gonna happen, but we're not gonna share those. Yeah, Do you want to mention it or wait? Well, I don't. Go I'll, ahead and mention it. I, because so I read if it something. Comes true, yeah, you heard it here first. Quickly, I read somewhere that. The whole series is just like an elaborate D and D game, 
and all the kids are grown up playing D&D with their kids <gasps> and they're like basically like they're playing a massive D&D campaign with their kids. Wow. Is like what the whole Yeah, but what about is. Max and the kid that died? Yeah, I don't What's know. Your... I, I I don't know. I don't have okay. anything on that. But and those two will have something to do with the next season. I maybe. hope so. Because they left his body there. The guitar yeah, playing guy yeah. that got yeah. Yeah, Master of Puppets was awesome. Huh? Master of Puppets. Oh was gosh, yeah, that, was, that badass. was so good. Yeah, yeah and then, yeah. So and then poor Max. I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot of questions that need to be answered. But it was but, really nice to get questions that we've had since like the first episode yeah you know it was amazing and uh yeah i mean it's really good i i the kids in the beginning of the season like from the first episode i was a little apprehensive because i don't we don't do scary stuff yeah but then the last two season the last two episodes of the first of part one were fantastic yes and then these last two episodes were amazing well and for us so, just to put our stamp of approval on it i mean to me it I guess it was horror, but it I was. Guess. I, I mean, it, it enjoyed was, it though. Yeah, I did too. I did too, and I mean, it's not as bad. Okay, so real quick, this is interesting. I don't know. It broke the Nielsen streaming record as clocking in seven point two billion minutes watched in one week. Okay, so that doesn't mean much to you, right? But this this will make it mean something. No streaming show ever on any streaming service previously had ever even reached 6.8 minutes in a week in Nielsen history. And I mean, that's like all streaming services. And this yeah. one did seven. And I heard it even crashed. Yeah, I heard about that Netflix. too. Yeah, like at midnight at yeah. July 1st, Netflix crashed because so, there were I mean, many people trying to watch it. Make some time for it. I will admit, you know. I mean, we poo-poo on Netflix a lot here. But, but damn, they got a winner in Stranger Things. Yeah, like, man, they. So, and I'm sure they're begging those brothers for more, well, more, Well, the brothers more. only wanted four seasons. I know. And yeah, I think I they're only doing four. Yeah. They aren't involved in the fifth one. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Because <gasps> oh. Netflix, they were like, hey, we're done after four. And Netflix is like, why? Okay. Obviously. All so right. We'll see. So moving on, um, I continue watching The Boys. Why? Why do I watch The Boys? Why? Well, because I love The Boys. I, I don't watch it for the nasty superheroes. I love Carl and his team. Um, and there's just one episode left. Now, I I have not... There's actually two left in my book because I didn't get to this one because I was watching Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. So there's actually two for me, but there is just one more. And just... Can I just sidebar this? I love Jensen Ackles. Was he yeah. the... What was he in? Uh, Super, Supernatural. Supernatural. He is... The best casting ever as Soldier Boy. <laughs> He's amazing. And can I just please say that the last episode, it was called Herogasm. People, it's soft porn. It is, it's not even soft porn. It is literally pornography. So if you have kids under 20 at home, put a lock on your streaming services. I mean, seriously. And can I just read to you the pre-alert 
And some of you may have missed it because I had to go back to it. And I even took a picture of it and sent it to Mitchum because I was in so disbelief. At, what's it called, Mitchum? A precursor before a show? It was like a warning. A warning. This is the warning. And this is part of the reason why I love this show. I'm going to read this to you. Some scenes may be suitable for some. Really most. But let's be honest, viewers. Not suitable for anybody. But rest assured that any consensual relationships depicted, if human, animal, superhero, or other, aren't they are not real, they are not harmed by anyone, and in fact cost a hilariously large amount in visceral effects. That is their cursor that they put before they aired Herogasm. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's insane. It's another reason why I'm not going to watch that and show. Everybody's talking about it. Okay, so moving on, I've got some new watches I'd like to share with you quickly. Um, one of them I didn't get to because of Stranger Things, which is the Terminal List with Chris Pratt. It's on Prime. It's rated R. There's eight episodes. My boy Taylor Kish, who was in Friday Night Lights, I love him. Um, and I've heard good things about this. So I'm going to start watching it tonight. I meant to review it today, but I just didn't get to it. So we'll hit that next show. But I do want to say The Old Man, it's on Hulu, eight episodes. Need I say more? Jeff Bridges. That's all I need to say. Um, he's a former CIA guy off grid. He's on the run. And once again, it's Jeff Bridges. So. Um, and yes, I'm enjoying it. Another one that I absolutely love that I binged. I haven't binged a show in a while, but it's called The Bear. It's on Hulu. If any of you watch Shameless with Lip, he was my reason for watching Shameless. Well, this is his show. And it's only 30 minutes each. And it's about a young chef. He comes from a fine dining world. His brother suddenly dies, actually committed suicide, and leaves his sandwich shop in Chicago to him in the will. So he comes back to run this sandwich shop. And there's, an inter there's a really cool cameo midway who plays his brother, and it's someone big. And I'm not going to tell you because you all need to watch this show. I absolutely love it. I will say there's a lot of yelling, and there's F-bombs. They probably break the record for F-bombs. Oh, uh, it is Chicago, so. True. I love it, though. And one show I did not like, and I rarely do this, but I just could not get on board. Change my mind. Loot. With Maya Rudolph, it's on Apple TV. I think I watched one and a half episodes, and it's just she caught her extremely wealthy husband cheating, and so they didn't do a prenup, so she gets all the money and kind of reenters the work world, and it just, I just didn't care for it. So, hmm. changed my mind. Interesting. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's some weekly watches and some wrap-ups. So let's get on to the bread and butter here. Here's our take. Here's our take. We have, we got a few movies to talk about, a couple big ones, and then a couple other relatively small ones you probably have Well, if you don't mind, of. Mitch, and this yeah, is when you were gone, I, you know, watched a few movies I want to share. The first one is Hustle with Adam Sandler, hour and 57 minutes, Netflix. You know, it's rated R. You know I'm on board because it's, Sports. A true story sports movie. I don't or think not it's true a true story, story, but it's a sports but movie. It's a sports yeah. movie. Yeah. And Ben Foster was in it. Yep. Had a good cast. Um, Do you like Adam Sandler in it? 
well, he's not my favorite. I know he's not your favorite. But I just... he, yeah, I did. Okay. I mean, yes. I mean, he is an avid basketball player. Oh, yeah, he's huge. huge. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah big basketball guy. Yeah. And, it, and his company, Happy Gilmore, yeah. made it. Oh, okay. So, I did not hate this film at all. I actually enjoyed it. Nice, okay. It was okay. really just, and I'd recommend it to you. Okay. And it's just, and I, I don't, this is, you know, I don't do basketball. It's my least favorite sport of all sports. And I guess there was a lot of basketball guys in it. Yes, there uh, were. I don't I wasn't. Just from aware. the trailer I saw, I, okay. I picked out at least but five I, or I really six. enjoyed it. I really did. Mm. I liked it. Another movie that I wanna talk to you about that I really would love for y'all to watch. It's called Cha Cha Real Smooth. What got me onto it is all my Instagram buddies that review just 100%, 100% loved it. Everybody's talking about it. Well, I'm a curious little girl, so it's an hour and 47 minutes. It's on Apple TV. It's rated R. It was written, directed, and starred Cooper Rafe, and it's this is his second movie. His first one was called Shithouse, and all of you raved about it, too, so now I have to watch it next. But he... Um, He's young, and he wrote this, and it's just essentially about a guy just graduating from college, He and he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life, so he ends up being like a, I don't want to say a DJ, but um, goes to bar mitzvahs because his family is Jewish, and, and does like, is like the guy he's a guy or yeah plays but the music he gets or... the kids dancing and gets okay. them to have fun and he's he is like a dj basically. the lead guy yeah yeah, okay. yeah yeah and so hence the the cha-cha slide it's i guess that's a standard song that oh, they yeah. play at big events with groups of people and so he does all these bar mitzvahs which is really hilarious huh. and he's drinking water on the side but it's really vodka anyway it's funny it is sweet and it's so genuine and it doesn't have the happiest ending i mean it has a great ending but it's not like he ends up with the girl it's just true and um, I would highly recommend it. It's it's just a lovely film. And kudos to this Kufer Rafe guy. He's amazing to be writing, directing, and starring in two of his own movies. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so please, please watch it. Okay, so we went and saw a movie Tuesday night. Yep. 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 So, yeah, first, uh, or not first, but a big uh, Disney Pixar movie, Lightyear, finally came out. Yes. We've been talking about it for a while yep. now. Yep. Chris Evans. It was um, an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will start off by saying I had some... I had some pretty high expectations for this movie. Oh, we both were excited. And to I think see I told it. you guys I was really excited for this. Yeah. A lot because I love uh, Chris Evans and everything. And we left the theater and it was just a whole lot of we were like, What? It was really, it was really quick. Um, I'm it was glad under it two was. hours. I'm so glad. Well, not even that. The plot was just really accelerated. It felt like, like it just felt mm. like we were just like on a roller coaster ride the whole time. And I don't know. It just, it doesn't, it didn't feel like a Pixar movie. There wasn't really any lovable like characters. Socks was okay at times. Socks was the mechanical or robot. Yeah, the little robot cat, cat was the best part yeah, about he, the whole movie. He warmed up to me in the it beginning. Just it just wasn't funny. It wasn't I don't know. Laugh yeah, it was weird. It, it, it was just, just really, really wasn't weird. a kids movie. Yeah. But then I didn't like it as an adult movie. But I will say this. I will, and I'm not, I don't recommend you see it. Yeah. But what I did like about it, though, is the. The thing at the very beginning, how yes. it explained it. And it said, hey, this is Andy's favorite movie. 
Yeah. That but the Buzz Lightyear toy was based on. Yes. So that explained why it was Chris Evans. Yes. So I loved that. Yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. People I've been talking to, they're like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to see that because it's not Buzz. Oh, that's a huge, yeah, that's a big deal. Buzz's and it's not voice, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Yeah. And so I'm telling him, no, 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 no. This is the movie yeah. that they the, made the toys from. Yes. And they're like, oh, but I'm like, don't go see it though. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I hate. I know it was. This. It's really down there with. It's uh, probably one of my least favorite Pixar oh, movies. By far least. And I, I don't you know. I can't what? really explain why there though. It was a before just... thing. Isn't there always a before? Oh yeah. I just thought of that. That's true. I don't well, think it was like a true Pixar. Me, it, it was, was Disney just, Pixar. Oh okay. So. But to me, it was just so much defeat. It was just so defeated. He just didn't do that. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. It was just so... Yeah, usually in like Pixar, there's like a message, an underlying message. But like this woman didn't really have one. I mean, it's like, if you don't ask for help, you're going to fail is basically what I got out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And it was just kind of like... And, and, and Taika Waititi was in it as well. Yeah, that's and, true. And uh, Kiki well, Palmer. And, and I don't know. It was just like, at the end where he. Anyway, yeah, well, let's just move on. Yeah. I, we. I'm sorry. I. I can't believe we're saying this, Mitchum. I know. But we really just. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. It. Just don't rent it. Not, maybe. Mitchum, we're not even the only ones. No, it's, I know. It's been. It's been written pretty de- like decent reviews, yeah. but and I don't think it's because of Chris Evans. I think it's just. It's oh not, yeah. That's not a good movie. It's not good writing. So. All right. So would you and your wife? So see we went this to go morning? see at nine thirty this morning. Right we're on. gonna go see Elvis. Yes. Um, two hours. Two hours and forty minutes. Um, I am not an Elvis guy. Nope, I don't really either. know anything about Elvis. I mean, I know he's the king of rock, and I knew he was in Vegas, but I didn't know anything before that. Yeah. So um, this, this movie is long. But you it was really okay. Didn't feel you didn't it, really did feel you? it, and it kind of needed to be. It that wasn't long. like Nightmare Alley where no. we were just like yeah, dragging. Dying. Uh, yeah, but this it needed to be this long because there's so much that happened. Yeah, I mean it's really from I mean 1955 to ni- till he dies 1977, yeah. which is almost so three sad. decades of. I remember exactly where and, I was I mean, at it's when they just, announced. And he it's died. really, I really like how they did it, and I didn't realize how he came about and how he combined country music and um you know black negro blues and created rock and roll basically and i mean he's literally like the he created the modern pop star yeah like with merchandise um you know a solo name elvis presley by himself not with a band yeah you know he was by himself and he i mean he was just the biggest star on the planet for three decades. Yeah. And I think at the end of the movie, they said he is the highest grossing single solo artist of all time. Yeah. And I don't think anybody can top that. Yeah. Because he well, was massive. And he changed the entire music industry. Yeah. You know? And it, I did not realize. And then I didn't realize that he was going to go to jail. Because everything, everyone was so prude in the 50s. And he was dancing all over the place. And so they made him join the army. Yeah. And then all the movies he did in the early 60s. And everything, and then you know Tom Hanks's character was just 
Well, I, I, I grew up with Elvis, kind of, and I, I remember it. My brother and sister-in-law went and saw him when he came through Oklahoma City, I don't know, late 70s. And the, I mean, it even showed in the film all the places he went to, and one of them was Oklahoma. Yeah. And I remember, you know, just following him, and there was jokes where he got fat and ate all the donuts and stuff. But I was never, like own any of his songs i'm just not yeah no i mean i like his music, songs but I'm yeah it's, it's a little different but i tell you i i wasn't gonna see this because the time i don't like two hour and 40 minutes i don't like spending that much time but but I, it got great reviews and i really like this austin butler and of course yes. he's gonna be in dune so now i really love him but um he was amazing yes. and that would be the reason i would tell you to go see it i did not like tom hank's in the movie, I did not like his character, and now I hate him because he really is the reason why Elvis is not with us. Yes, because 100%. he just worked him to death for his own reasonings, for mm. his own gambling yep. habits, and wouldn't and let Elvis really weird because... travel out outside of the United States. And it was, and I, I, I left that theater. I was crying because I'll say yep. at the very end of the movie, they showed real footage yes. of Elvis. That and was I awesome. lost it. I mm. mean, it it just and I'm not even an Elvis fan. Yeah. But that's what got me. So we would recommend this movie. Oh, 100 percent Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I felt the same way with the real footage. I was like, oh my gosh, that's uh, so and not not even I mean, I know who he is, but not really knowing who he is. Yeah. I even got a little emotional. Oh yeah. And man, everything. he rocked those capes and, was, and jumpsuits. Oh man, he could yeah, he could do no wrong, mm -hmm. basically. But and it was know, so interesting because it was through the point of view of Tom Hanks' character, uh, which yeah. was really interesting e way. Instead of being it from the point of view of Elvis, right. it was from the point of view of the bad guy. Yep. And so, which I thought and was really was cool. I liked yeah, that a that lot. That was good. You yeah. know, and. Um, did you see little Billy from Stranger Things? He was in it for a little yes, bit. Yes, I sure yeah. did. At the very, I was like, "Who is that? Who is that?" Yeah. And I actually had to Google it because he looked a little heavy in it. A little and bit. He yeah. played the role very well. Yes, he did. And that is true. Those guys kind of turned him around and brought him back. Good. So good. Yeah. Not all the stuff in the movie. Was no, true, of course but not. But I do have some not. trivia that oh, I yes. want to share with you, if you don't mind. So Ansel Elgore, Miles Teller, Aaron Taylor Johnson all tested to play Elvis. Um. <laughs> And I thought this was cool. Austin Butler, who ended up playing Elvis in the movie, and Elvis are actually 16th cousins twice removed. Oh, interesting. Elvis's dad, Vernon, and Austin Butler's mom share common ancestry. Wow. So it's like meant cool? to be. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and Elvis... He does not eat a single fried peanut butter and banana sandwich in the film. And that is highly known as his favorite food. He hardly ate at all in the yeah, film. Yeah, and he and that's the one thing is they tried to show it at the end with Austin yeah. and the cane, but El he was huge. Yeah, they didn't you, show you it. You really. like him playing the piano at the end. That's, yeah, that was Yeah, that was huge. really him and he was yeah. massive. Yeah. And the last thing I want this is trivia for Mitchum too. This is the second film starring Tom Hanks where Tom Hanks' character meets a young Elvis. Can you guess the first one? It's one of your favorite movies, Mitchum. Oh gosh. Uh Life is a box of chocolate. Oh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Isn't that cool? Wow, that is cool. Yeah. Huh. So, anyway, so we do recommend Elvis. Yes. You know, go, Austin Butler is phenomenal. Yeah, go and see he did it all the And he did all of his own singing, I'm he pretty did. sure. He did. Now, at the end, they combined his voice and yes. Elvis. Yeah. But in the beginning, was the younger, it was all Austin. So, go see it. Yes, go see it. All right, guys, this time on Pause for Popcorn, we have four fantastic questions. I just put out a little story and we just got bombarded so we're not gonna get to all of them today but we have four and then we'll do some on the next show yeah we will the do rest it, of them but we have a lot of questions to and, get back you know and i have a huge list of questions that you all have submitted but yes. i have misplaced it Ooh. so i apologize and so i appreciate all these new questions so if you want to re-give us those old ones if we haven't answered them let me know because i'm i'm sorry but you yep. know well and i mean it's been a age. month so we got yeah so we'll, exactly. we'll kind of rapid fire some of these so so, Allie, you want to go ahead and start? Okay, so um, I guess the burning question, and we're going to get this out of the way quickly, but Lauren, one of our listeners, wants to know, how is Italy? <laughs> Italy was fantastic. It was, I could have spent another two weeks there. Okay, we want to know more. Give uh, us your favorite experience besides being with your wife. <laughs> uh, the Coliseum, uh, getting lost in Venice, and the the uh uffizi gallery in okay. florence and my, the food okay. everywhere and the wine I'm and the sure. wine was and fantastic yes my favorite part about mitchum going to italy is he shot me a picture of a building in venice yep. and i knew exactly what building it was before he told me it was where vespa went down in the elevator yep. and my boy daniel <laughs> tried to save her yeah it was a building that was blown up in yes. uh, casino royale at the very end yes. so our gondolier writer top, told one us of my that. top 10 movies yeah it was awesome that he sent me that picture of that building yeah so it was so cool. cool well it is so good to have you back Mr. thank you it's good to be back it's good to be back very pleased so okay what's one of yours mitchum uh okay the pop goes the movies she oh. asked what film did you think you would not like but ended up loving Oh, that's, that's such a that. good question, my friend Liz. Um, Mitchum, do you have one that comes to yeah, mind? Yeah, the first one that comes to mind is uh, La La Land. <gasps> La La Land. Oh, my because gosh. Yes, we have, that's me too. We have, been, we have stated many times on this show that we do not like musicals. I don't like musicals. Allie doesn't like no. musicals. And we were not going to go see La La Land. Nope. But my younger brother, her third son, Gray, who was he's into musical theater and drama and all that stuff, he went to go see it. And he was like, guys, you got to go see it. And we're like, you gotta nope, go. nope. Got to go. So and finally, after some convincing. I love Ryan Gosling. Oh, I do too. I love Emma Stone. I do too. But I had no interest yeah. in this. So finally, we went together and we came out of that movie and it's in my top 10 list now. I went back the next day. Like, it is amazing. It, that movie is phenomenal. Because it was like the last week it was showing in theaters. Yeah. We mm-hmm. caught it We the waited last for the week. last, yeah. And yep. you're right, Mitchum. I can't. I was gonna say the King, um, the tennis movie. I oh, really King had, Richard. King, I really had yeah. no desire to watch that, but I ended up watching it and loved it. Of course, now I hate it because of him. But no, Law. That's it. Yeah, La La Land has to be it. Is num- mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. yep. Okay. Our next question is from one of our, our. I think our very first listener, Dara. And Court Trey was one of our yes. first two, but Dara was like our first little fan. God bless her. I just love her so much. And she immediately shot a question to us, and it's Margot Robbie 
or Lily James? Man, I'm going to have to go with Margot Robbie. I haven't seen a lot with Lily James. Yeah, it seems like a lot of her movies don't really mesh with me, I don't think. I've never really thought her out. I think I've been more of a uh, Lily Collins fan and Honor Taylor Joy yeah. as well. So I'm de- of those two, I'm definitely going to go with Margot Robbie. Well, you know, Birds of Prey kind of ruined that for I me. know, I know. But I loved her in some other stuff. I yep. do, but... Lily James, you know, I just watched her and Pamela and Tommy. Yep. Pamela Anderson's story, amazing. I forgot she about that. If she didn't win an award, and of course she played Cinderella, Drop mm, Dead Gorgeous, yeah, yeah. and she was in Baby Driver. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I love Lily James. Now, yeah. Dara, that, that's a serious, tough question there, but you got a split, so congratulations. <laughs> okay, do we have any more? Couple yes. More? Okay, so we have one from the Cult Popcast. Oh. This is more, a personal question, not really about movies, and they want to know what are our favorite things about each other. Well, I right off the bat, um, you know, as you know, Mitchum's my oldest son, but I love because he, if I can't remember something, he just picks up and finishes my sentence. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of the reasons why we're so good together. Yes. Because we just can, you know, play off each other and finish each other's sentences. But in, in other, you know, outside of this podcast, you know, he is a hard worker. He's, he's a good, he's the best big brother to his three siblings. We all go to him for anything. I mean, he, he's just all around great guy. And I just know he'll always be there for me. Yes. And he loves movies. (laughs) Of course. And Dave Matthews. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Of course. So uh, besides those two things, I mean, with Allie, um, her planning skills and, you know, just simplifying a complicating problem. You know, when I walk in, the script's already done. I hardly have to do anything. And, yes, that makes me a little lazy. But it's because Allie does it so well, and then we meshed so uh, good together. And, you know, it just makes doing the show with her so easy and fun and you know you know it's exciting you know because she look she does all the research she does all the scripting stuff you know and outside the show i mean her determination her passion her you know when she puts her mind to something it's gonna get done and it's gonna get done the right way and everything and her planning we've gone on numerous amazing vacations that I will treasure for the rest of my life because of her willingness and, you know, ability to plan and, um, you know, you know, get everything down to the right detail and stuff like that. You know, when I was younger, I probably didn't appreciate as much as I do now, but being able to see some of the things that I've seen because she was able to do this with six of us Mm -hmm. and everything and just her willingness to drop everything and help someone or her, you know, her determination, her passion, her perseverance, and just, you know, and she is also a hard worker. I get all of my good qualities from her and everything. Uh, so anything that she said about me is just a, yeah. you know, she's reciprocating it back to her. Well, well. No, I also have to say, and I love Mitchum and Haley always let me be a third wheel. <laughs> I don't, I love going to the movies alone, but there's just some of them that I don't like going to alone. Otherwise, I enjoy it, but they always let me be a third wheel. So I, I get to thank 
my new daughter-in-law Haley for that too so hey those are great questions yeah, and they were just off the fly I mean these yeah. like came in within two hours and we didn't get to all of them but we're going to save them for our next episode yes. which speaking of our next episode oh wait a minute Mitchum I have to do my instant shout outs go ahead I've got the best ones okay just real quick my I have a good friend I've I have like 10 15 great buddies on Instagram that I just pretty talk I talk to almost every day and one of them is my friend I believe he's out of Utah and he was hacked and I put it on my story that's how much I care about him and he had to he didn't have the two the two off of two step verification yeah. yeah and he highly recommends that to everybody cuz mm-hmm. he had to shut down his account mm. and he restarted it and it's future flicks with just one x his old one had two and please follow him back he's such a great guy he does movie news and he's a movie addict and i just i'm just giving him a shout out okay now real quick my appreciation ones, this is, Mitchum, you're going to love this. I found a new page called Tipsy underscore Flicks. This guy pairs beers with movies. Huh. He literally shows a movie poster with a beer. And they're all, you know, like craft beers. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Highly recommend him. Then another good one is Film Reviews in a Snack. He, re- he pairs snacks with movies. So he'll show like a Reese's and then he'll put a movie or the movie he's watching. Yeah. So, um, and now I've got a podcast that I recently started uh, listening to and I really enjoy their concept and it's called Screen Fix Podcast. And that's exactly what it is. They take movies and they fix it. Like they'll like I've listened to three or four of their episodes, and the one the recent one I listened to was Doctor Strange and Multiverse. Yeah, and they show a picture of it, and then they write across it, "We fix it." So you listen to it, and it's him and this girl, and they usually have a guest on, and they just talk about the ways they would rather have it go hmm. or better things, or they just talk about you know she'll say, "Well, this is how I would have fixed it," and yeah. he would say, "Well, this is how I and." 95% of the time, I'm like, yeah, that would have been great. So this is, re- I'm really enjoying this podcast. So kudos to them. And it's called Screen Fix Podcast. And I will tag them on my post today. Good deal. Well, I mean, that's great that's show to come up. back to. That's yeah. a wrap. Um, we have more exciting movies coming out. I mean, Minions dropped. Uh, soon or yeah, Friday. Friday came out. Came Friday. Out Friday. We're gonna wait till all the kids see it before yeah, we go. Yeah, and then obviously Thor: Love and Thunder is coming out next month or here next well, week. Well, yeah, next week. this coming weekend. Yeah. and then where the crawdad sings, the Gray Man, Thirteen Lives, which will be awesome. There's oh, a lot gosh, of good people in that yeah. and everything. So yeah, stay tuned. And so we'll, that'll be our next show, and mm-hmm. so that'll probably be in a couple of weeks. Couple I of weeks, guess, yeah. After I get back from. Mitchum's unable to join us on our family vacation to Colorado because, you know, he just spent two weeks in Italy. (laughs) So um, we're all going on vacation mid-July. So we'll try to get it in before. If not, we'll just do a show after. We don't know. You guys can live without us, right? Yeah, go ahead and get caught up on all of our other shows and all the fantastic shout-outs that we just did, the whole new podcast. And, you know, make sure you're listening to us on Spotify and give us a rating. Um, Five stars would be great. 
and we know you guys love us and we just you know love to see some of it back so and make sure you i keep asking us questions we have a ton and we will get to all of them we promise so yeah. keep them coming thank you so much we enjoyed being back go to the movies <laughs>